We know there are times where you're just too busy to sort through the mass of information that comes your way. So to make it easier for you to stay informed, subscribe to The Morning Agenda, WITF's news podcast, where the only agenda is you. Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like its Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC Heart and Vascular Institute, where you get access to the most advanced treatment options, including a range of clinical trials. Learn more at upmc.com slash centralpaheart. Dr. Mark Kelly returns to The Spark to speak with me about his new book on Lydia Hamilton titled An Uncommon Woman, The Life of Lydia Hamilton. And Lydia Hamilton was a prominent African-American businesswoman in Lancaster and the longtime housekeeper, life companion and collaborator of the state's abolitionist congressman Thaddeus Stevens. And in this book, Dr. Kelly reveals how Smith served the cause of abolition, managed Stevens' household, acquired property and crossed racial social boundaries. And I'm happy to have him on the spark with us today hello, hello dr. Dr. dr kelly, dr. How, are you, kelly how, how are you doing how today I'm doing just fine, Marquise. It's nice to be talking with you again. Yes, nice to be talking with you. So um, your book sheds light on Lydia Hamilton Smith. Um, so what motivated you to explore her history in depth? Well, it was it basically started with curiosity. I mean, you know, I, I grew up in Lancaster County and uh, had studied a little tiny bit about uh, Thaddeus Stevens. I knew that he was a congressman from Lancaster and that he had a club foot, and that uh, the, the local historical society, Lancaster History, actually had one of his custom-made boots that uh, he used to wear when he was walking around Lancaster and, and in Washington, D.C. as a congressman. But I never heard of Lydia Hamilton Smith. Mm. I didn't know she existed until I watched Spielberg's movie Lincoln. And in that movie, you know, Thaddeus Stevens has a has an important role because you see him pushing very hard to pass a law against slavery uh, so that uh, the South after the Civil War wouldn't be able to, to reimpose it on, on all the people who were newly freed because the Union won, won the war. And uh, in that movie, uh, toward the end, when Congress finally passes the 13th Amendment, Stevens grabs the original document, rushes home, and is greeted at his front door by a housekeeper and a well-dressed, a lovely woman, and actually played in the movie by S.C. Patha Merkerson, and she does a fine job, but she doesn't have a real big role. But, but we cut from the front door, her welcoming him home and taking his coat, to him in his little nightshirt getting ready to climb into bed, and he, he, as he walks toward the bed, the camera zooms out, and, and there's the housekeeper lying in bed beside him. And that's Lydia Hamilton Smith. And I was shell-shocked. I had hmm. no idea she even existed. So I just wanted to find out more about her. And when I started looking into it, I discovered that she was truly an amazing person. And she uh, made some very important contributions to American history uh, just during her lifetime. So um, uh, so how did Lydia Hamilton, uh, how did her role uh, as Stevens housekeeper uh, influence his political endeavors? 
You know, uh, there's been a lot of discussion about that. Uh, Southerners, pro-slavery people, thought that, uh, one, they accused him of taking her as his mistress. She was a free, a free mixed-race woman who was born in Gettysburg and uh, grew up there and married a, a gentleman from Harrisburg, uh, an African-American man from Harrisburg, uh, had a couple of kids with him, and, uh, and then... Uh, the marriage wasn't working out. I think maybe and there are at least were reports uh, that uh, that her husband wasn't nice to her. Uh, and there may have been, I don't know, I, I don't know if it was domestic violence or if he was just a miserable guy. Anyway, um, she decided to leave him. And at that point, Thaddeus Stevens had come to Lancaster. He was originally in, in Gettysburg practicing law, came to Lancaster, and he needed a housekeeper. Uh, because he had moved into into a, a rental house across the street, actually from where Lancaster History is now engaged in building a museum to to commemorate and study Thaddeus Stevens and Lydia Hamilton Smith. At any rate, Lydia had a cousin living here in town, uh, who uh, Stevens tried to hire her to be his housekeeper, and she was about to get married, so she couldn't do it. But she said, "Hey, you know, my cousin Lydia <laughs> is basically available." And um, Stevens offered Mrs. Smith the job, and she took it, and she came to Lancaster, and and the story played out from there. So, uh, what what new information uh, is 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 in this book uh, that you introduced the readers to? Well, uh, when I started looking into Lydia Hamilton Smith, trying to find out what I could find, and and you know the fact that she was she was just a, a you know in many senses, an ordinary person. So when she died, nobody did what they did for Stevens. I mean, he was he was this, this incredibly powerful, influential congressman. And so they preserved lots and lots of his papers. I mean, uh, a couple of scholars produced a two-volume set of Stevens' papers, which they transcribed from his written documents, letters and things. Uh, and he had terrible penmanship. So that was a, a quite a task. Um, at any rate, so she... Uh, there wasn't a whole lot out there, and and when I started researching at Lancaster History, uh, one of one of my good friends over there now, Martha Abel, said, "You know, I don't see how you're going to get a book out of this. There's just nothing. There are, there are no papers. There's no records. There's no documents. Uh, mm. Nobody has preserved her story." Uh, but I I just kept digging, and uh, and eventually I started to find some things. I mean, the first thing that I found was. There were people in the Lancaster area who had who had uh, made it their job to keep people aware of Lydia Hamilton Smith as much as they could. Uh, and, and what they generally focused on was that she after she came uh, to live with Thaddeus Stevens, she got interested in, in doing what he had had been doing since back in the Gettysburg days, which was buying buying up properties, houses. Uh, often at sheriff sales for for low prices, and then then uh, using them as rental properties and making some money that way. Uh, and she, and this is the middle of the 19th century when women weren't supposed to be in business at all, and certainly not not a woman of color. And nonetheless, she accumulated a significant portfolio of real estate. Uh, was probably one of the most successful businesswomen. In Pennsylvania and maybe uh, women of color, especially in Pennsylvania or the, the entire country uh, in her lifetime. 
so people knew that part. But as I as I continued to dig, I, I was fortunate to find some some information in some archives, uh, including at Lancaster History and also the Lancaster County Archives, which which talked about her work for Stevens as a housekeeper. And uh, and. Uh, even the people who hated Stevens and and when she came to town, especially because she was a woman of color, they hated her too, mm. and they just pummeled them with with devastating criticism uh, during the twenty five years that they were living together before Stevens died, and uh, so so she was recognized as a as a pretty good housekeeper. She had good domestic skills, which she probably learned from her mother. Um, and and then then I kept reading and I and I discovered that that she also uh, was there in, here in Lancaster uh, when Stevens before the Civil War had a very elaborate underground railroad operation going mm. and uh, nobody in any of the books about the underground railroad uh, has ever mentioned her name but she was here and and as part of Part of her her presence in Stephen's household, she became the person who answered the door if somebody came to the door. And one of the practices that was underway was if fugitives were coming north and uh, trying to get to freedom, uh, fleeing slavery, uh, they would sometimes be directed to Thaddeus Stevens' house. It's in the first block of South Queen Street. It's right where they're creating the museum today. Um, and uh, in those days, who would have answered the door? Lydia Hamilton Smith. So she was she was there. So she was part of that work. And then in his later years, as he was as Thaddeus Stevens was pushing for the 13th Amendment to end slavery, the 14th and 15th Amendments to guarantee the same civil rights to to freed African Americans as every as white people had in, enjoyed all the all the years of this country's existence. Um, Stevens had a couple of very serious illnesses, which would on occasion lay him up uh, for weeks at a time. Mm -hmm. And he, he couldn't even get out of bed. He was so weak and 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 uh, just under assault from from these conditions. And his doctor to to deal with these these illnesses uh, prescribed medications, which had to be administered round the clock, 24 hours a day. And sometimes these bouts of, of sickness would lay him up for like two, three weeks at a time. And so Liddy was here when all of this is happening. And she voluntarily assumed the role of, of nursing him during those periods. I mean, at as 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 Stevens' doctor even testified, at considerable risk to her own health, because she she was so dedicated to keeping him alive, to do the work that he was doing, and she knew what he was doing, and obviously as a woman of color, she totally approved and supported it. Um, she she actually risked her own life uh, to keep this man alive, so he could he could uh, he could. Uh, get this legislation through Congress and for the benefit to guarantee uh, human rights to these people, all people of color in this country. And her work with the Underground Railroad, at least my what I was able to connect her to, and and that sacrificial nursing care for Stevens 
is information which which I had not was not part of the the public record. Nobody had really written about that. I mean, they hadn't looked at the documents that I found uh, to even learn that information. So that was that was uh, information that I really wanted people to know because because it if you if you know what she did in her lifetime, I just I don't see how you can't uh, just find her an inspiring. Uh, truly compassionate human being. Dr. Kelly, um, I, I wanted to ask, uh, you said that you you kept digging, you kept digging, and, and you kept doing some more digging uh, because a lot of the information was not readily available. Uh, and then you also said that when, when these prominent figures would come to uh, the Stevens home, she would be the one to answer, to answer the door. So why do you think that there's this historical disconnect with such you would think a, a prominent figure in Lydia Hamilton. That's well, that's an excellent question, Marquise. And what I would say is uh, she was left out. I mean, I mean, basically, if you if you read American history uh, from from the after the time of Stephen's death and into well into the the 20th century, uh, people didn't want uh, didn't want American society to remember Thaddeus Stevens and Lydia Hamilton Smith and the role they played in that very turbulent time around the Civil War and and during the Reconstruction period. Mm. Um, and so they I they they got they got mowed down by the lost cause forces, you know, when that when that movement started. I, I think it was actually it was spawned by by Southern women who who started to to put forth information rewriting history mm. basically i mean that was when when they started to say that it wasn't slavery that was the cause of the civil war <laughs> nikki haley just got caught in that one recently mm -hmm. um and that uh that uh, the uh the south hadn't really lost the war and you know it's that whole revisionist thing and and along about that same time uh, they were, they were, you know, the South because Andrew Johnson, when he replaced the the slain leader Abe Lincoln, uh, had had treated the South very, very gently, had refused to to impose the kinds of punishments on them that that people like Thaddeus Stevens thought they should they should suffer for for waging war against their own nation, um, and they and. Part of that was was to to suppress any memory of anybody like Thaddeus Stevens or the other great abolitionists uh, and the other great members of Congress who had fought for uh, the 13th, 14th and 15th Amendments and had 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 supported the, the whole idea of reconstruction to give these newly freed people of color a leg up uh, in American society. Uh, you know, they these people from the South were very opposed to all of that. And uh, so they they wanted to make sure that uh, that nobody remembered what Thaddeus Stevens and and people like Lydia Hamilton Smith had done, and and a prime a prime offender in that regard is uh, the 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 great filmmaker D W Griffith, who who joined forces with a, a Southern minister who became very popular as, as a lecturer and, and even had a huge congregation in New York City, who was a, was a total white supremacist, as was D.W. Griffith. 
they were both sons of the Confederacy. They had their family who had fought in the Civil War. Um, and they joined forces to make a movie out of a, out a historical novel that Dixon wrote uh, called The Klansman. And it's basically uh, a story that celebrates the Klan as coming to the rescue to, to drive you know, Union military forces out of the South after the Civil War. And when, when they went looking for the primary villains for this movie, they chose Thaddeus Stevens and Lydia Hamilton Smith. Mm. So, do you uh, uh, think think that this uh, this erasure uh, attempt um, is a response to their mixed race relationship? Uh, well, that their their relationship uh, was certainly made them a target of all of these people. Yeah. Well, in 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 the in in Dixon's story of uh, when when he t- uh, in in the what became the movie The Birth of a Nation. Um, he portrays Lydia Hamilton Smith as this subhuman, almost bestial uh, black woman who u- utilized her her the, her animal wiles to uh, to gain control over Thaddeus Stevens, so that she could she could get him to give black people control over the South, and and. To people like like uh, Thomas Dixon and D.W. Griffith, that was anathema. They were white supremacists, and and they they saw her, especially Lydia Hamilton Smith, as a prime representative of the great threat to white purity, racial purity in this country. Uh, so they 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 did everything they could to to knock her down, and and their relationship. Um, you know, people did did have questions about is she just his housekeeper? Is she more than that? Well, I think she was much more than that. Uh, I in the book try to explore that, and there was a there was an abolitionist minister uh, named Jonathan Blanchard who later became president of Wheaton College in Illinois. Some people may be familiar with that school, very fine uh, Christian college out out in the Midwest. And Blanchard was an abolitionist who met. Stevens in Gettysburg, as Stevens was just coming, becoming aware of the of the the wrongness of slavery and and its ugly legacy, and uh, so he he came to idolize Stevens for his work for racial justice, but he could never stop badgering him about the fact that he lived with Mrs. Smith as a wife, but wasn't married to her. So, so that, you know, those were things that I discovered that I think shed light on the nature of their relationship. If this man Blanchard, who worshipped Stevens, uh, couldn't let go of that, and and he was in their home, so he would have seen how they related to each other, mm. um, and he believed that they they were living like man and wife, without the blessing of the church or the state. So, uh, you know, all of those things uh, sort of helped me understand uh, what their relationship was. And I believe in the end that it was a very close, deep, committed relationship. I mean, her her willingness to, to, to risk her own health to keep him alive, to finish his work in Congress on the 13th and 14th, 15th, 14th and 15th Amendments, I think is testimony to the closeness that they had together. And so, yeah, I, th- I think it was... Uh, 
yeah, they obviously people like Dixon, but but there were people in the North who, you know, racial attitudes in the North, even among even among Republicans, the the party that Stevens was a part of, you know, he was called a radical Republican for a reason mm-hmm. because he he pushed hard for things like racial justice, and he believed in the equality of all people before the law. Um, not all of his uh, colleagues in the, even in the Republican Party agreed with that. And there were others, Democrats in in uh, in his world. I mean, for instance, the Lancaster newspaper, the Intelligencer, which still exists today as a in a new entity, the LNP Lancaster Online. At that time, Democrats were generally Southern sympathizers and were they were pretty racist in their and their attitudes. And the editors of that newspaper even mistreated Lydia Hamilton Smith on mm. occasion. Uh, published some very ugly things about the two of them, you know, raising suggestions that they were, you know, that they were this, that she was his mistress and blah, blah, blah. And she thought she was his wife and acted, pranced around Lancaster as though she was his wife. Well, she was, she was not technically his wife, but she was, I believe, she was his very close friend. I think they had a, a, as soon as you use the word intimate, then people want to, want to get into the whole physical thing i i can't speak to that you know i didn't find any any hidden hidden camera video showing <laughs> the two of them in bed together as spielberg does in his movie lincoln but i think they were very very close very far far closer than you would expect a, a, a housekeeper to be with her employee understandable and and dr kelly i want to uh thank you for coming on the spark and 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 giving us the game on 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 your book giving us uh this great information on lydia hamilton smith Uh, again you're appreciated thank you for coming on the spark my pleasure marquise thanks for having me